Alrighty. I, uh, before we uh, get on to the last weird news while I'm thinking about it, Grady Spencer and the work are about to be hitting three different, I think, three different states with uh, three different shows. I think three different, yeah, three different shows with uh, opening for uh, Reed Southall. Nice. Yeah. They, uh, they were in, they uh, did a couple of days in Nashville. I think they're in Memphis right now. Dude, they are they're they're on their way, man. That is sweet. Well good. Well, hopefully we can have him back on soon. Yeah. I um I uh, tried to get him on. I had messaged him not that long ago when we were trying to get back uh going and I was gonna have him be on the first time and then it just didn't match up. We like we said earlier, we, we were uh, we were busy. All right, we got uh, one more weird news, and then uh, we're going to run through some of these uh, weird sports that I found. Uh, so the last one, uh, do you have it open? The special South African gin is infused with elephant dung. I can read it if you want me to. The makers of a South African gin infused with elephant dung, as the uh, headline stated, Swear nope, their use the of real first line. <laughs> swear their use of the animal's excrement is no gimmick. Like, oh well, actually, we were kind of hoping that it right. was. <laughs> the like, hey, you don't actually. Oh yeah, no. Look, there's the poop pile right there. <laughs> look, look at that elephant taking a crap. We're gonna go <laughs> grab it. Actually, in fact, we don't even let it hit the ground. Yeah, actually, hold on. I think that guy's about to drop a load. Let me. I gotta go get. Yeah, we don't let the dirt. We don't let dirt get into the poop. We don't want it to. (laughs) We wouldn't want to give you dirty gin. No, we wouldn't want to give you dirty gin. (laughs) Poop straight in the straight in the brew process. What if it was like post? It was like post. Like it. It was just post. Like made. Like they made the gin. They're like, all right. Now just drop a ball of dung in the bottle and then send it out. <laughs> like, what is that? Like, oh, that's elephant shit. <laughs> it's a bit nutty. <laughs> All over his lips. You take a shot of it and you end up with like, you like can't breathe because two peanuts got stuck in your nostril. <laughs> like a ball of wolf hair or something. And then all of a sudden you can't forget that because it's like you somehow create like an osmosis of of drinking ele- elephant poop. You've got their gene of memory. <laughs> it's like, I'll never be able to forget that I drink elephant shit. <laughs> You can't undrink the poo. Uh uh-uh, uh, the poo. Once the poo goes in, I mean, you might poo out. Man, what if that it ends up having to go you. out like this? Is like, wait, does double processed peanuts do they? <laughs> if you yeah, eat what is peanuts poo? out of poop, does when what that is... poops out, does it still just a peanut? <laughs> yeah. Well, what is poop that you poop out? Like that's already been pooped. <laughs> Uh, I would have to twice, ask the monkeys, right? Twice baked pooped? Yeah, who eats poop? Sadie. Yeah, your dog eats poop. 
Why did you say yeah. her name? She got real mad. <laughs> Don't you say I eat poop on the other side of that door. Say it to my face. <laughs> She's a feisty uh, one. So uh, the creators of End Lovu Jin. That's how I'm going to say it. End Lovu. Is it an L? It looks like an L. The f- the second one after the D, in, yeah, 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 I N D L O U V U. Yeah, but I didn't know if it was like a weird where they put an extra capital letter. In, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Like they'll put, they'll try to like put. You know words. what those other countries do? All the weird stuff. So put, many consonants. Put two words together and put a. <laughs> That's an entirely way too many consonants in, in one. <laughs> we don't have time to say all these separate words. Just put it together. We're putting too many. You, why are there so many K, Y's, and X's, right, and G's and H's all next to each other? I do not understand this. Was Less... the Mitch Hedberg one where he's like, "Just take it together, put it together, and put a comma in there, and raise it up, <laughs> and you have a contraction." <laughs> uh, Les and Paula Ansley stumbled across the idea a year. They stumbled across the idea. You know what this gin is missing? Shit. A big old pile of, and not any kind of poop. We're talking a massive turd. A whale? No, that's way too big. Don't get crazy. We don't have time to go to the ocean. Elephant poop. Of course. How are we going to get our hands on whale poop? Uh, They learned this. They got this idea learning that elephants eat a variety of fruits and flowers and yet digest less than a third of it. So basically, all they're saying their feces is nothing but fruits and flowers. So why not just put fruits and flowers in your gin? As a consequence, why does it have to come wrapped in the elephant doo doo? <laughs> wrapped. It's like what? <laughs> now I'm thinking Maker's Mark. <laughs> they dip the top of it in elephant crap. And then you're just like, <laughs> you just made you a go on a tour, you go on a tour, and you get to dip your own bottle. You you made a serious like job for like an elephant poop hunter. <laughs> like if he finds a soft one, he's like, dude, we gotta save that. That is for capping the bottles. That's a that's some capping poop right there. That's capping poop. <laughs> that's See this hard stuff. Hey, that poop that right there. That's the kind of poop you dip the tops of bottles into. <laughs> this hard stuff. Take this melon baller and just start <laughs> <laughs> looking like a Baskin Robbins ice cream <laughs> Freaking Rocky Road. Gross. <laughs> I'm so glad we did not read this first. I'm so glad we're not even three <laughs> sentences two, into this. Two article. sentences. <laughs> two literal sentences into this story. Uh, uh, as a consequence, this next line is great. The- As a consequence, in the elephant dung, you get the most amazing variety of these botanicals. <laughs> Les Ansley said during a recent visit to their operations, 
why don't we let the elephants do the hard work of collecting all these botanicals and we will make the gin from it, he recalled from his wife's suggestions. Like, you know what's hard about all... Like, they're like, if we got to sort through a little bit of crab, so be it. At least we don't have to go out and gather all these fruits and flowers. So now it's free labor on the elephants is what we're talking about. Right. Pay the elephants. Now the elephants are going to union. and I just don't, like it says right here, they collect the dung union, themselves. Unionize. Do I now? Cool. It says right here, they collect the dung, the dung themselves. Cool. That using seems a lot, a lot worse than going out and using your hands. Oh, and your feet, I guess. To collect flowers and fruits. Right. And if you were really trying You're like, to... Like, oh, but, it, you... but they already, like, they dice it up and everything for you already. Like, we don't even have to chop it or nothing. <laughs> Right? They're like, it just goes straight through this blender. I mean, so what if it's got a little bit of poo on? That's ridiculous. Weeks later, he said his wife woke him up in the middle of the night with the inspiration. Okay. (laughs) Okay, I said sleepily. Let's give this a bash. Let's see how it works out. I'm going to have to change that up. Okay. I said sleepily. Let's give this a bash. (laughs) <laughs> Let's see how this works out. I don't know where they're from, and You're I feel still like, a ways away. Yeah, There's I feel like I felt like Australian. I went from Australian to uh, English to uh, South African, all in the same. Yeah. <clears throat> Here we go. Uh, the first batch of elephant dung came by mail from the park where they had taken their safari. Then the couple, both scientists, puzzled for a while before working out the gin-making process. They got the poop before they learned how to make gin. I, I, I guess maybe that is... So this is just a shitty idea from the get-go. Uh, come on, it's 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 late. I'm on my third glass of wine. That is that was great. I was wanting you to laugh that hard at my tail pun earlier, but it, I missed it, it. it. I'm sorry. Hey, I told a joke last night at an open mic, or actually when this is being played on radios two nights ago, and uh, there was a group of table a uh, group of people. They were playing poker. Tables. There was a table playing poker. I told the joke, no laughs. All I heard was the shuffle of cars. I never tried the whole joke. Freaking finished the joke punchline, and it was just like card shuffle. Sweet. Sweet. All right, cool. Oh, it was so great. Loved it. They laughed when I pointed that part of that joke out. Right. <laughs> Uh, now, yeah, like you said, they collect the dung themselves using their bare hands. Uh, they describe the gin's flavor as lovely, wooded, almost spicy, earthy. <laughs> when somebody says earthy, <laughs> that means it tastes like the ground or like crap. <laughs> like Nobody's like, hey, how's that uh, steak? Like, it tastes earthy. Like, earthy. Get off, get away from my table. I'm going to punch you in the face. Earthy. 
<clears throat> that is funny. And one that changes subtly with the seasons and location. <laughs> of course. Uh, the gin bottles are marked with the date and coordinates of where the elephant dung was collected. <laughs> hey, here's where the shitty gin came from. <laughs> See, that's what I would have named it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Is there a all right, I need you to look up cinnamons of the of poop and see if there's a G word for poop. Grunt. You're grunting gin. <laughs> You're grunt of gin. That's what they sell it in. Like <laughs> you hey, will you go buy a grunt of gin? <laughs> Will you go buy a grunt of gin? <laughs> a growler. That's what it is. A growler. That's actually a real thing. A growler of grunt gin. Would you go get a growler of grunt? Is this gin clear? Like, or does it have a slight hue to it? <laughs> what letter did you want? Uh, With a G? Yeah. So it could go along with uh, gin. <clears throat> so you're able to compare almost different vintages of the gin, they said. After about five sizable bags of dung are created, are collected for a batch of created, collected for a batch of 3,000 to 4,000 bottles of gin, the droppings are dried and crumbled. <laughs> They're rolling poop like you do your boogers. Then washed uh, to remove dirt and sand. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> Not one dirty poop. Thank goodness. Or sandy poop. Eventually, the remains of the fruit, flowers, leaves, and bark eaten by the fruit. All right. So they're basically saying they even wa they're washing it all the way off they of the poop, the poop, which off. brings it all the way back to. Just go get the. Fathering. The fathering flowers and fruit. Yes. <clears throat> Man, what is with I mean, how hard? what is with the Miami Herald these days? When did they start writing these really long articles? It's mm -hmm. funny because the one I got was like almost identical, except for all of the details right in the middle. I went from like the creator, where they stumbled across the idea, to they collect it with bare hands, to drying and crumbling. Uh, the initial reaction of uh, most people is, what? There's no way. But most people are very keen to actually taste it. Like, of course. Like, when somebody says, hey, smell this, you know that thing mm. is not going to smell no. good. But not what good. do you do? <laughs> you give it a hard right. sniff. Like, I'm not just going to take a little whiff. I'm taking all of this. Yeah, that's right. Yes, of course I would try a, uh, what what did you call it? A growler of uh, grunt gin. A growler of grunt? A growler of grunt. Look up, let's look up how much it's called. What's it called? I love dung. What? That's really what they called it? Did I miss something? No. Uh, I don't know. Look up the name of a, oh, end, end lovu, I N D L O U L O oh, sorry, L-O-V-U, gin. I N D L O V U Jen. 
<clears throat> so, uh, once people hear about the elephant's digestive process, it becomes a lot clearer to them, and they accept it very well. I mean, kind of like if we were. Like, I mean, just... Oh, yeah, no, of course. Of course, you're thinking, like, they're soaking. Oh, this. Game. Oh, if we'd have read, if we'd have read further, they said a bottle sells for about thirty-two dollars. So okay, because we can we can purchase this. We can purchase this and take a video of us ha- trying it. Nice. I even touched. Did I tell you about the stuff in Japan. The habusaki. The what do you honey? Habusaki. What is that? There's a snake that is. Hey, you're you're. Hey, pick your phone up a little bit. You're muffled. Just sorry. Yeah. Um, it's this right here. Yeah, perfect. Um, Yeah, it's the beard. There's a snake that's over in that island, the habu snake, and he's a poisonous snake. And so when they make sake, they make it in like these. You know that big tea pitcher your mom used to set out on the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they'll make sake in that. Sake is this big. Uh, or real clear liquid like a vodka. Almost. Oh yeah, That's I love me some like. hot sake. But they'll drop, a, they'll kill a, a habu snake, and then they'll clip the its fangs mm-hmm. right here, and then they'll drop it in the sake container and let Just the, the fangs leak out. Oh. No, they'll drop the whole snake in. Oh, and they'll let its venom leak out of its fangs. They'll clip its fangs, and so the venom starts leaking out, and the venom leaks into the habu sake. And it infuses, and then after you, it makes you, uh, it makes you hallucinate. What? After you take it, yeah. That it's is crazy. crazy. Did you try it? it? Yeah. Of course you did. What happened? This is a great yeah. story. I love yeah, where this is going. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm trying to look up to see if I can find a picture of Habusaki. Oh my gosh! So Brock uh, was uh, yeah. was over in Okinawa, Japan, uh, cutting boxes. For our freedom. Cutting boxes. That's, <laughs> no, that's for real. That was it. Well, I broke I'm a crate sorry. down. I broke a crate down every once, once? in a while. <laughs> every once in a while. Actually, uh, I very, And he very, tried very, Habusaki. He went over there so that we could he could tell this story to us today. That is why Brock did the things that he did. Exactly what we did. <laughs> so... It may have Hey, by the way, happy belated birthday to y'all. Oh, yeah, that was uh, Sunday. Yeah. yeah. Is this uh, the first time you haven't shaved your head for it? Uh, I've had a year or two there, I think. Where, that, you, where you didn't? Where I didn't, but... I no, still I have a picture of you on my year. phone during the golf academy where you shaved your head to look like Pop, where it was just like my dad's, where it was just the hair around the sides, and just like uh, the George Costanza haircut, basically. Yes. <laughs> oh, so great. Uh, but all right, tell me about the story. How did you? What? How did you find out about it? Where? Where did you go? Like, who went with you? What was the like the plan? Oh, we were. It was actually so real simple story. I don't we want it were, to be that simple. Like, I, no, I you're know. gonna love it. Okay, you're gonna love it. So, over there, there was a, there's a uh, Air Force base a little bit further down called Kadena. Um, further down, I mean, there's a uh, Okinawa is this long, skinny island. I was right about midway, upper midway, on the right side of the island. In the lower part of the island, there's an Air Force base called Kadena, 
and they named all of their gates just numbers. And so right outside of gate two is what everybody called gate two street. And that was all the bars and shops and clothing places and all knockoff stuff, but right. still cool. Um, God, I wish I'd have had you place, send me just Jordans on Jordans from there. Right. I, well, I wish I would have known to like have had the foresight to do that. Cause I had all kinds of sweet stuff over there. Right. Um, but there was this place, uh, that was the same bar, but separate bars for different parts of the night. It was called First Chance, Last Chance. And so earlier on in the night, the upstairs... What was the actual bar, name of it? I, the, is that the translation of it, or was that the actual name of it? No, this is an American-owned bar, yeah. Oh, that's crazy. All these bars were like, were like retired military people who just stayed in Okinawa. and That's crazy. And stuff like that, yeah. whole bunch of you know spouse wives and stuff like that would work in the bars and stuff. It's... Very, very Americanized over there. Wow. Um, but this That's bar freaking two, awesome. Two-story bar, and it's called First Chance, Last Chance. And you so totally just, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You totally just, like, flipped my mind of what I thought your experience was like there. Oh, I mean, yes. I'm not saying that you didn't, like, get a very Japanese, like, you you oh, saw no, a bunch of the culture no, and stuff I'm like that, too. I know you did. About, I'm literally talking about the street I, that is, like, I, attached. Okay, okay, my bad. So, back to thinking the way I did. So, this bar, first chance, last chance, go. Uh It was, so on the bottom one, it was called first chance, and when the night started, that was where everybody went. It was the bigger bar or whatever, but after, I don't know, 11, midnight, somewhere running there, first chance closed. And last chance was open, and it was like a more like with darts and pool, and like the lower one was loud music and an open place for dancing and stuff, and the upstairs one was more like a smokers sit, drink, chill. Gotcha. And so we got up there at the end of the night, having already been drinking, and decided we were going to. They had a bottle of this up there, and here you go. They had a bottle of this up there, and we were like, ah, we're gonna. We're going to do this. So what if it does whatever weird stuff to your face? And, uh, oh, and so we, uh, is that we two like, of them yeah, in there? Give us that. That one's got two of them in. Yeah. Most of them, I, the, all the ones I saw just had one. in there. That's crazy. <laughs> and what kind of snake um, is it? It's called a, uh, Habushu. No, Habushu is the name of the, the actual name of the liquor. It's a Habu snake. Here, let me read this description. Okay. Habu snakes are venomous and native to areas in Southeast Asia. Yeah, Southeast Asia and other large island groups, including the Philippines, the Ryukyus, and Japan. A bite from a habu snake can cause nausea, vomiting, hypotension, and possibly death. There have been cases where victims report loss of motor function in their hands and legs following treatment of the wound. Mm. That <laughs> is crazy. Ridiculous. So they figured out, I guess, is a part of it that uh, in the the, oh the alcohol gosh. mixed with the venom doesn't cause it to not kill you or whatever. And so we decided we were going to take a shot of this, and we did. And I had just a relatively awesome evening. <laughs> everybody else, no, everybody else had an awful time. Really, I mean, everybody like there was like three other people with me that were with it. <clears throat> me, I sat at the end of the bar, and. <laughs> it's weird because it's the only experience in my life I've ever had like this where I've ever seen something that wasn't there. Right. Um, 
I sat at the end of the bar, and me and this spider had a conversation for, like, <laughs> hour, hour and a half. That is awesome. That um, is so awesome. He was, it was like, I remember it like it was yesterday, dude. He was supposed to be at home, but wife pissed him off, and so he was out having a drink, and he bummed a cigarette off of me, and, and dude, it was, uh. And that was what was so funny about it is because I got back, we all we all got back to the room, and that was the deal. Is like it's not any sort of long lasting thing, is what it was. Well, this is what we were told. The bartender is telling us all this stuff. It's the first time we'd heard about it. Right. We, when we walked in, we were like, "Why is there a snake in that jar?" And she was like, well, "Let me tell you why there's a snake in the jar." Yeah. And then it ended up like this. And so, um, so anyway, so we get back to the barracks, you know, late next day. Everybody's kind of talking, and like I said, that's how I kind of found out the other guys didn't have as as good a time as me, but that's also how I found out that it worked because I kind of got back to the barracks just thinking just a normal evening. I just had a conversation with somebody, you know, and then grabbed up my buddies and then we went home, you know, and then it was like when I actually had to explain to somebody else what I was doing while everybody else was having a bad time. Who were you doing? Oh, I was just sitting at the bar talking to a spider. <laughs> Never mind, I wasn't doing anything. Ah, uh, I was—I guess I was tripping balls, man. I was yeah. tripping. <laughs> so Crazy. I actually had a great time, time. I guess it worked perfectly for me. It did. One out of four is not bad. It, I mean, it did—it did exactly <laughs> what it was supposed to do, and I had a lot of fun. That is hilarious, and that is awesome. Yeah, Man. one of the weirder stories. And what from, is the uh, name of that? What's the name of the, the shot? Uh, it's called, a, well, it, what I'm seeing on Wikipedia, they call it Habushu. I've always called it Habusaki. That's what I said. Common names call it Habusaki or Okinawan snake wine. Hey, spe- uh, spell Habusaki. H-A-B-U, one word. Yeah. Saki, S-A-K-E. Different word. Mm-hmm. Habusaki is the name Habushu of this episode. Habusaki is the yeah. Habusaki is the name of this episode. Oh my goodness, that was a fun <laughs> one. That was a fun one, and it's actually been a fairly long one to uh, oh, to, to come it. back for. Sorry, last thing. They don't kill it. They just shove it in the jar and drown it. <laughs> that is dope. <laughs> Sorry, not awesome. But also kind of awesome. They're like, and to make sure we get all of the venom into this thing, you go There's in live. In Yikes! Crazy. But of course they could. Be, be, I mean, but of course they can't, dude. Because then there'd be blood all in there. You the other if if that's weird, look up like the the cruelest dishes you can cook or something like that. There really are some. Oh like, yeah. I mean, really some of the octopus dishes are pretty crazy. Like, I've seen one where they, like, you go to this restaurant and they bring out, like, a live pig. And, like, he cuts it while it's alive and serves it to you. Like, that's supposed to be the experience. Oh, man. There was that video. Remember that video that came out that a frat got in trouble for they chopped the head off that goat or something like that? Or was it a pig? Remember that? Yeah, he had like a big old sword and just like had they had the thing hanging upside down and he just said, Seven! Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to laugh, but 
I mean, uh, I'm pretty sure I'll probably have pork tomorrow. So yeah, it's it's funny after it's over. I don't know if or as lamb. Uh, I'll have lamb sooner or later. That that's a total fried thing. That it's a lamb, right? Well, what a way to end the show, right? (laughs) Right. Uh, Hey, uh, you didn't want to do sports? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's run through those real quick. Let's end with that. All right, let's do that real quick. So I found this article, and I've actually heard of some of these sports, but it's a. it's an article from tiebreaker.com called Strange Sports. And it was 30 sports that you I'm trying to get to the top of the page. And some of these pictures of this thing are absolutely hilarious. And actually what's funny is I only got to like number uh I want to say 12 on the list when I was reading through them and I have actually competed in one of these things. <laughs> Uh, and it's actually a very fun game. Um, it's basically four square on, uh, on steroids is what it is. Okay. Uh, fans can't get enough of these strange, uh, no, it's not spike ball. It's, uh, I'll I'll just go ahead and say it. Uh, it's, uh, so you get, you're get, you're in this huge octagon and you just fill it with as many people as possible. Oh, Gaga ball. Yeah. 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 That's what it is. So uh, some of these are like that's I mean yeah that's strange but it's like that's that's that takes a lot of freaking talent to do. Uh, number one, lumberjack world championships. Uh, number two is going to probably take the cake for this entire thing, and I think we're going to spend a little bit of time talking about it. Number two is called hobby horsing. This is a sport in which a person uh, runs around a equestrian set up like indoor arena, riding a stick horse. Stick pony. Oh my gosh! One hundred percent for real. I I showed the picture of this to Linda when I was going through this. I said, "Hey, I said, look at this." This is a sport. I was like, they're like, look, look in the background of this picture. There are people here watching this. Yeah. There's somebody with a video camera. There's somebody, somebody set up barriers. I mean, this place was there are flowers. There's flowers next to the jumps. Like, this is decorated. I asked Linda, I said, I want you to describe this picture to me. And she said, that just looks weird. And uh, so I scrolled down a little further for her, and I read this next sentence. Words like weird and bizarre do not come close to properly depicting this spectacle. (laughs) Ridiculous. It involves people riding toy horses in a gymnasium with zero intention of irony. (laughs) I freaking love that sentence right there, so I shall read it again. It involves people riding toy horses in a gymnasium with zero intention of irony. <laughs> Dramatic pause. Pause. <laughs> what apparently began Ooh. in Finland quickly gained a following and has reportedly exploded in popularity. Yeah, reportedly. Because guess what? I have never seen, nor heard, nor ran into 
a hobby horser. Yeah. Number three is something that I would love to attend sometime in my lifetime. It's the Summer Redneck oh, Games, yeah. and it takes place in a place called East Dublin, Georgia. And they have events like toilet seat horseshoe toss, watermelon spitting, watermelon seed spitting, and a uh, mud pit belly flop. Yeah, so I'm I am in. Uh, number four, the what we were talking about earlier, uh, Gaga or Gaga. Um, if uh, mom and pops couldn't want to, uh, wait to get rid of you and drop you off at summer camp for a while, you know this Gaga's got nothing to do with the lady. That or you went to the wrong camp. What a horrible setup for this. I'm glad I read that. But yeah, it's it's a game. Like I said earlier, it's a game. Everybody stands in a circle. They're batting the ball around with, uh, you can only use your hands. But if it hits you, and uh, you can either make the rules that it's either waist and down or knees and down. Uh, if it hits you there, then you're out. And you're just slapping the ball around trying to hit it at Jumping people. around. Yeah, yeah trying it, not to it, get it's it. It's crazy. It, it's pretty crazy. And you play it in a closed-in area so that the ball doesn't ever, like, it's always, it will always be in play. It's like <clears throat> speedball meets dodgeball. Meets force, like, yeah, meets, yeah, yeah like, yeah, 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 uh, yeah, like, like, uh, gr- like full-size ping pong. <laughs> um, number five, I don't think I'm going to say this correct. Kaiju Big Battle. You did say that correct. The word can, th- the world, nope, I didn't say that one, though. <laughs> <laughs> The world can thank the unrivaled genius of Rand and David Borden for introducing us to the greatest sport we never knew we needed, Kaiju Big Battle. Everything about this pseudo-wrestling epic battle is fantastic. Kaiju, which literally translate to Strange Beast, is a film genre uh, featuring monsters. The characters usually wreck cities and fight other big monsters. Like, think like Godzilla type of stuff. Uh, even the sport's choice to stick with the battle after an accidental misspelling of the word battle. <laughs> so, like, they put it out and it was supposed to say battle. Battle, yeah. It's like monster battle is what they were trying to go with. And they were like... We misspelled it. We misspelled it. And they're not like, even like, oh, it was a bad translation. No, they were like, no. No, we, we misspelled it. We wanted to say we just <laughs> misspelled it. <laughs> the name reflects the carefree, lighthearted nature of this hilarious costume expedition. Man, this picture is hilarious. Like the ref obviously has a fake mustache and toupee. Obviously. On, and a fake nose possibly too. I don't know if that's his real nose. That's crazy. And then you just got these two creatures standing next to him and he's holding one of their arms up like they won. And yep. you can barely see the tops of some fake buildings and stuff like that. They're in an octagon. This seems like something I would absolutely love to attend. Uh, this next one you will never see me at, and I won't read anything further than the headline. Uh, the West Coast Giant Pumpkin Regatta. They're in a. Oh, come on, comments about the picture, because I want to know who is in that pumpkin just holding the <laughs> oar. 
That is great. <laughs> so they do. I mean, they have these huge pumpkins, ginormous pumpkins that you can huge. sit in and paddle down a river in. Okay, oh, that sounds kind of fun. That's ridiculous. Ah, dang it. I'm drawing Next in. one, I feel like I would participate in just because you might be able to, like, body check somebody in this one. Quidditch? Yeah. And I think everybody knows what Quidditch is. Harry Potter. The only there thing is, is that it's not Quidditch because you can't fly around on a freaking broom. Nope, you just run around on your two feet because we're all muggles. This next one, I think, was my favorite of all the ones that I had read. Like, I'm do talking get... that I would literally pay money to go to this. Do they? Number eight, chess boxing. Unlike Quidditch, chess boxing is not another weird sport spawned from uh, Harry Potter's fictional wizarding world. This game is a serious test of will. It takes both brains and brawn to earn champ status. Chess boxing began in Berlin in 2003 and has since spread around the world. A match consists of 11 rounds, 6 rounds of chess, and 5 rounds of boxing. Now, real quickly, everybody do that math. That means that means they go a round of chess, and then they go a round of slugging it out, and then they have to go back to chess. This is the most intriguing thing ever. Like each round lasts three minutes. So, like you're playing chess for three minutes, which could could only be a move or two, possibly. Well, I don't know. What's the what's the timer thing? Do you know, nerd? Well, I think. I don't think the uh, I don't think you're on a timer. I think it's a I think it's clocking you. It's clocking how how long it takes you to make your move. Oh, so, so it doesn't matter. Time. Oh, okay. Yeah, they keep you keep time on each other. Like how long? I think there's an I may be wrong, but I think there's an object oh. that's like the faster I can do it, that's better. And so you're like every time they hit it, they're stopping their stopwatch. Like mine. However long I was taking to make my move. Oh, okay. So, like, you could say, like, so if somebody won a chess match, they won it in that amount of time? In that amount of time, yeah. And then you can go, okay, well, like, like one dude may sit on one side of the board for, like, an hour and make one move and hit the clock, and then somebody else go, oh, checkmate, boom. And it's like, oh, he won, and then it was like the match was this long, this person spent this much time, this person spent this much time. A winner is only declared, uh, so I think I read this already, each round lasts three minutes. Uh, mm-hmm. A winner is only declared by a checkmate in chess, uh, a knockout in boxing, or disqualification by the ref for idleness. <laughs> idleness. Okay, now that one right there, though, may be part I of the clock, though. That's what I'm saying. I might not know the chess part right, like... He may come over and go, "Hey, you're taking too long." To oh yeah, like, "Hey, y'all are just sitting here catching your breath, like right. <laughs> just waiting to beat the crap out of each other." Instead, uh, number nine, shin kicking. Oof. Yeah, uh, you you get it. <laughs> number ten, Oof, lawnmower no. racing. That just that just looks like fun. Looks like a blast. Uh, number eleven <laughs> is something that is making money, and you can eat dinner around in Dallas. Armored mm-hmm. Combat League. Uh it's medieval medieval uh, times. It's medieval combat is what you're watching. And there's a a a, a restaurant in 
Do they call themselves a restaurant? Oh, no, this is real. No, 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 Medieval Times in Dallas. Yeah, Sorry. Medieval Times is a restaurant. Right, well, that's what I'm saying. Do they call the, I was going to say, I was, that's what I was asking. Do they call, do, does Medieval Times call themselves a restaurant? But uh, you can go to Dallas and see this and get a meal. These guys literally dressed up in Medieval Times, just armor, going at it. And they are going at it. It doesn't look like they give them weapons, but it says one of the dinners. No, that dude over there is holding an axe. One of the dinners is, well, yeah, but okay, but they're they're blunted. Nobody's actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like nobody's getting like chopped up. But like, yeah, I mean, you you could you could still get injured. Fully get injured. The one one that intrigues me is the one that's the five on five. Like you can go pay a dinner to watch just like you would basketball, except it's five on five, your team duking it out against another team last man standing. That's so great. That's like have you That's seen so those cool. UFCs like that? Like over like they have those boxing like team boxing or team like MMA uh-uh. matches? Yeah. It's like four on four or five on five and they just come out and they just and like as you as you get submitted or knocked out, like you're out, and so now it's just like then you're double to dude. Now I'm dead serious. It is yeah, it is absolute insanity. Uh, How have you not ridiculous. seen this? No, I haven't. Number twelve, uh, Kabaddi, maybe that sounds right to me. Yeah, uh, Red Rover, Red Rover, bring Kabaddi over. Wait, Kabaddi's not a person. Well, that would certainly explain why everyone keeps trying to tackle the person who's it, in quotation marks, in this strange sport. It's not quite a typical, oh, sorry, it's not quite a typical game of tag either. The weird sport brings a fresh take on a popular American playground game. Kabidi is popular is a popular Asian game, especially throughout India. <clears throat> Games are made up of two teams of seven. Uh, one player on offense, the Raider, must run to the opposing side and tag out as many players as possible without being tackled. I don't. I feel like I need to look this up. This actually looks like it probably could be pretty interesting. In the picture, there's a person trying to tag a group of four guys, and all four but guys are holding. But nobody's trying to tackle him. But no, yeah, all four guys are holding hands. So yeah. I'm wondering, like, so, like, like, so that's where they're saying Red Rover, Red Rover. So, like, you got to hold hands like that. Yeah. And I guess, yeah, I mean, as you're holding hand, like, I don't know, just as he's coming at you, why wouldn't you just? What's the difference between a tackle and a and a tag? That's what I'm saying. Like, I kind of want to watch this now. All right, are you? Like y'all let you look that up. I'm gonna run crazy. through some more. Uh, this next one's really cool. Sepak, uh, Takra. It's, I have seen this one before. Yeah, it, this is really cool. It I, is nuts. I'm surprised it's actually not an Olympic event because it's like kind of out there, but also like, I don't know. Uh, but they're playing volleyball with their feet, basically. That's what it looks like to me. Yeah. Uh, number 14, bossa ball. It's basically the same thing that we just said, but on a volleyball court with trampolines. Huh. <laughs> Uh, number That's fifteen. Ridiculous. Uh, we've everybody's seen. Uh, I think everybody's probably seen this GIF. Uh, rock paper scissors. You can uh, actually make pretty good money winning 
rock, paper, scissors tournaments. Uh, number 16, I've seen a lot of people put this on their uh, bucket list, actually. It's uh, cheese rolling. The Cooper's Hill cheese rolling and wake in England is flat out ridiculous. God, the faces in this picture are incredible. Oh, in the background? Look at the middle. In the people sliding in the background. Who is the kid just peeking through the fence right in the middle? (laughs) Can't wait till I'm of age to run after this cheese. One guy looks like he he didn't even want to be here. His girlfriend dragged him here. Uh, Robin from There's Batman and Robin is looking me the way. <laughs> yeah, Robin. Now, like, right under the flag, the the <laughs> the girl with the black shorts on that's got her hand halfway covered. Oh, her she. Paint. Her uh, <laughs> both of her boobs look like they're on her right side. <laughs> Uh, so in this sport, a nine-pound wheel of double uh, Gloucester uh, yeah. is rolled and a one-second head start before the competitors run after it. The cheese turns into a edible wheel of death, <laughs> reaching speeds up to 70 miles an hour. Oh, I'll catch it. First racer to cross the finish line wins the cheese. Don't ask questions. Just roll with it. I have seen videos of this. People, Dude, this hill is so steep. I'm talking so steep. All right. uh, I'm just like, you don't want to be a person to catch that wheel of cheese coming 70 miles an hour down the hill. And you're like, take your legs out or something. Like, that's going to break something. Uh, this next one, uh, man versus horse marathon. Uh, this basically came up of, this basically came up of, uh, I'm going to guess a couple of drunk guys arguing that a man could beat a horse and they were like, nah. So still goes on. You can, uh, bike or you can run or walk and ride or you ride your horse and, uh, see who wins a 22 mile race, which is Ridiculous, because don't marathon runners already run more than that? 26.2? Seems like a... Oh, no, 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 no. It says a 30, this is a 35K race. Yeah, but that's still 22, 22 miles. 22 miles. So... 20, a marathon is 26 26.2. Yeah. Um... Da, 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 da. I'll, take, I'll take a stab at saying it, if you want me to. What? Oh, the this next, next name? Yeah, go for it. Fear uh, Hippin. <laughs> Dude, that is great. I have no idea. F-I-E-R-L-J-E-P-P-E-N. Like many strange sports, uh, it's basically pole vaulting. But uh, it's more, it's but, not, it's distance, not height. There you you're go. using those and poles. It's... You're going over a body of water onto sand. And the uh, world record is 70 feet, 7 inches. That's a long way to jump. How Uh, long is the pole you have to carry for that? I don't know. But this next one also has a pole you have to carry called the caber toss. Oh, God. This one is old Irish 
Dude, these Games. dudes are monsters. They're picking up a pole, which is 19 feet 6 inches, weighing about 175 pounds, and they try to throw it as far as they freaking can. This is a this is a this is a competition of the gods, basically. Uh, number twenty was jousting. I think everybody knows jousting. Number twenty one. <laughs> I just got to the title and then the picture. <laughs> Toe wrestling. And there's nothing but Asians in this picture with uh, two guys laying on this mat, and uh, oh, everybody's in swim attire. And these two guys just have their toes locked together, just going at it. So I'm going to go ahead and guess it's it's a mixture of uh, thumb wrestling and arm wrestling, but with the feet. That's 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 how that is. Number twenty-two, Bo. Okay. Sorry, you you say it. No, 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 no. I you're fine. I'm just I was just going to comment that if nobody has ever seen. This sport, I've seen this sport happen live. Oh, the boat, the the number twenty-two. It is absolute chaos, absolute insanity. Go ahead. You read it then. I want you to you. I mean, you've experienced this. Let's go. All right, Bo. I think I'm saying it right. Bo Taoshi. Mm -hmm. It's a Japanese sport, and that. Basically translates to pole toppling, um, and it's a team sport on a mass scale. And when they say mass, they mean mass. Uh, each team uh, has 150 people on it, and so there's 300 people playing in this game. And there is a wooden pole in the middle, and you have 75 players on offense and 75 players on defense and the goal is to try to either get to the top of this pole or to topple it and you'll see like if you watch the videos of this there's strategies where they actually build people on top of each other there's, there's <laughs> groups of guys who their whole purpose on this team is to go stand at the bottom lock arms with each other and have like six rows of people all standing on their shoulders for the duration of this game. That's their whole purpose in this game. Yeah. I... And it is. And you got guys grunting. They run up. They climb each other. That's what's hard to describe. It. There's a skinny pole in the middle. And then in order to get to the top, you have to create like this wall or this mound of people climbing on top of each other, climbing on top of each other. And so you have players that are trying to climb and get to the top and you have players that are running up trying to snatch people and throw them off of this tower of people you're trying to climb. Yeah. Absolute nuts. Absolute <laughs> nuts. Oh my goodness. Uh oh that's what it is. There's one person standing on the top of the pole. Are they gonna knock them off, knock right? Off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 23, uh, Pillow Fight League. <laughs> that looks brutal. Right? They don't look like they're just hitting with pillows. No, they look like they're just wrestling. Right? Uh, number 24, Cycle Ball. It's uh, soccer with while riding a bike. Okay. And, I mean, the bikes look crazy. Like, how they, they, they have them, like, extremely modified for being able to... 
don't know, effectively use the the bike to to play hit soccer. a ball. Yes, it's weird when they've a got ball. the seat. Yeah, it's thing. crazy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, whoa, this next one is crazy. Kanan Hopning. That's how I'm reading it. Uh, you might need to slow down for this one. These aren't enough. There aren't enough dog shows in the world to prep for this. Uh, forget equestrians and their dressage, eventing, and most of all, forget show jumping. This is Kanan Hopning, which is the Swedish sport of bunny hopping. Basically, it's an equestrian uh, thing set up, and they walk around bunnies and jump over them. <laughs> Number 26, Cardboard okay, Tube Fighting League. A video of us doing this. <laughs> no, the video that we're going to video us doing is the uh, Backward Hoodies Pillow Fight. Okay. Basically, I mean, we used to play... Remember we used to play Dodgeball in the Dark? Yeah. It's oh, basically going to be blindfold pillow fighting. That's nasty. Uh, number 27, whenever my computer wants to scroll. If you're there, say it. Are you Extreme you... ironing. <laughs> hey, I could be good at this. Actually, you could oh, be good at, at this. I actually, no, I actually saw you when I looked at this picture. I was like, this is if this is how you compete, this is exactly how I would picture Royce competing in this competition. For sure. Did it pull up for you yet? Oh, nope, never mind, never competing in this. That dude is upside down on a rock wall. I know. It's oh, just my the position God. he's in. It's awesome. <sighs> that makes me nervous, just looking at it. Anxiety. Uh, number 28, Calcio Storico. Uh, it looks like football slash rugby. Slash fighting. Twenty seven players on a team. They're pretty much allowed to brawl. <laughs> We're talking yeah. full on tackling, kicking, punching. Yeah. Players aren't even allowed no subs. If somebody gets hurt, doesn't matter. No subs. No subs. Yeah, it says take off the helmets, pads, replace the grass with sand, and introduce fighting to the field. And welcome the strange port of Calcio. The game is started by a cannon shot. <laughs> Boom! Let's go <laughs> hit some people! Says the Italian should have just named the sport war. Yeah. Uh, number 29, Buscashi. And I have actually seen a picture of this. They chase a freaking... Uh, I think they chase a goat around or a lamb or something like that. A, huh. And they got to carry it into... Oh, it's a goat carcass. Uh, they replaced the ball with a goat carcass. Standard practice, am I right? Right. <laughs> that's what the that's what it says on the <laughs> on the uh article. The compare the competitors carry whips in their teeth to fend off other riders as they try to get the carcass into the other opponents aside. Uh man, that's crazy. And number thirty, something we grew up watching on TV and I oh, absolutely yeah. love 
to do whenever I get to go to those jumping freaking thing. Slam ball. Extreme basketball. It's like basketball and football and hockey mixed together, and there's trampolines around the basketball. We were trying to figure out how to do that when we were kids. Oh, yeah. We would put the trampoline right in front of the goal. Man, am I tired. I know. What a a hell of a first episode, brother man. Hey, well, we're getting back at it. November 22nd, I will be performing at the Key in Houston. Come in there, cheer for me, help me win $75, and I will give you a handshake afterwards and say thanks for coming. And will you come to the next one? (laughs) (laughs) Um, We have the math shirts put out, so the new discount code is math. Uh, We have a... Right now we have Cowboys, Texans, Chiefs, and uh, the Niners, 49ers. So and I uh, think we're going to put up a Saints one okay. here pretty soon. Okay. I have a request for that one and Alrighty. possibly a uh, little out there, but possibly a uh, L.A. Chargers one. Okay, cool. I so, mean, the Chargers yeah, colors might have to be might be a little difficult, but we'll see. Ah, we could do a navy and uh, and a yellow. That'll be that'll be fine. Uh but uh, yeah, you can go out and get your if you're a Texans fan, it's four plus ten equals six. Cowboys fans, we got four plus nineteen equals six. Uh, I mean, it's just it's your standard math for those cities, you know, and those teams. Um, if you don't get it, text me. I'll I'll explain it further. We'll help you out. Or just buy it, and then we'll explain it. We'll only explain mm-hmm. it to you after the purchase. You only get an explanation with the purchase. Discount code MATH. Uh, go give me a follow at Royce1. Uh, I do post some of the stuff. Uh, you can follow Royce more on uh, Facebook. Uh, at MoreBSPod is our um, Instagram for the podcast. Uh at Brock underscore Farias on Instagram, and I think just Brock Farias on uh, Facebook. Man, it feels good to be back. We're going to just do these once a week for now while we get back into it. Maybe sometime later we'll get back to twice a week, but I think uh, with the with the time constraints and stuff that we have and just obligations, and man, we'd love to just continue doing this, doing this, doing this, but unfortunately we do have other things to do. So once a week for now will be it. Man, that's that was awesome. That was great. I, I love this. I'm very tired, and I'm very thankful that we're back on doing this. Brock, do you have anything left to say to the people? Oh, just hopefully we'll have better audio for you next time. Brock's on his cell phone. Had to hold his phone up to his ear for two hours, folks. Let's say thank you to Brock, not just for holding a phone up to his ear, but for serving our country and uh, for helping us be able to uh, do the things that we're doing right now. Oorah, Devil Dog, thank you to our veterans. I'm Royce Moore, that's Brock Farias, and that was More BS. Welcome back, everybody. It's episode 59. We have been on hiatus. 
Brock's been uh, building a company. I've been lazy. And I have kids. Just tired. That's about it, I guess. I don't know. Does that, does that fit the bill for you, Brock? That's about it. It's mostly just uh, work and then sleep. And there's not a whole lot of room for too much in between. <laughs> yes. Long time, no podcast. I'm Royce Moore. That's Brock Furious. And this is More BS. Man, this actually feels weird in a way. A little bit. Well, feel- mainly because I feel super throwed back over here. Oh, yeah. Brock, Brock's headphones have been snatched and taken to San Francisco. Um, They will probably come back with AIDS. So... <laughs> <laughs> Right out there. I need new headphones, basically. Oh, my goodness. Lysol the crap out of them. Just like... No, 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 they're his. They're his now. Uh, Call Magic Johnson's doctor and see if if he can get a hold of your headphones and work his magic. We're we're talking about the the headphones you get in the box with the phone. Not anything spectacular. They can... They can stay where they're at. Uh, what happened to one. your... Where's your big headphones? Oh, but you don't have a... Do you don't have one of the cords? Oh, you don't have the cord for the... I gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense now. I have a slanty hole. You have a slanty a hole. hole. Ah, that stinks. If yeah. if only Apple was a slightly more open-minded. Hmm. I mean, seriously, like, <laughs> seriously, Linda was like, hey, guess what they, uh, the new thing on the uh, new iPhones that they have. I was like, what? She was like, they have the uh, swipe text. I was like, I've oh, had that for like six for years. Ever. Forever. <laughs> I know. Somebody was like, it's on the new update. I was like, sweet. I can finally go back to using it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's like, dude, I, I literally was like. The only thing that keeps me not from going to so like I'll probably go get an iPhone now. Now that it finally they finally have swipe text, yeah. I'll probably the get an iPhone. Text, yeah, I'm dead it. serious. Like that. But <laughs> well, what about the slanty hole problem we're running into? Oh, man, I'm just not gonna be an idiot just, and let them get taken to San Francisco. To San Francisco, <laughs> or have the proper equipment, and then that won't be a problem. Yeah, you should you get you a uh, stop tapping on that. I hear it's all like the. That's I'm just pushing my limits. I, we haven't done this in a while. I'm trying to see what you could pick up. We're back Test to we phone. rent. We're going all the way back to we rent goats. We rent goats. <laughs> oh my goodness. With a uh, that was that was recorded with a uh, rock band microphone wrapped in one of my socks, uh, electric taped to the dinner table, and it was recording voice uh, rub voice. Brock's voice coming out of my laptop and my voice just coming out of me. So. Out of you. <laughs> Boy, we had to 
really figure out a way to route that. Together. Somebody, I and just remember, still, like, I like we're every. Still got a bunch of ways to go. Yeah, of course. I mean, well, no, we just don't let people take your headphones. That's like that's the, that is the only flaw in where we are. Right now. Nah, I, like I would like to get to where we can do this, the video and the audio. Oh yes, of course, of course, of course. Like the whole the cross branding that we're doing right now. Yeah. I guess, uh, and also another reason, kind of uh, a little hiatus, I've been uh, on my comedy game lately, starting to like get in a routine of what, sh- what open mics I hit each week, and I was That's actually... That's what I thought we were on the hiatus for, for real. When I heard about <laughs> your show and LJ, I was like, he's in writing mode right now. Oh, uh, dude, when I found out about the show, that, uh, that I was going to be able to get on the show, and Andy Huggins was headlining... I went home and um, wrote like six pages in this little notebook. I mean, it's only a what, like a four by eight notebook pad. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, six pages on on that, not double sided, but I mean, so they needed twenty minutes, or he said fifteen to twenty, and I gave him I think like seventeen and a half. So cool, got some good laughs. Felt it felt really good. Uh, Andy Huggins was murdering like he does. I mean, he's a friggin' he's a one line he's a one liner king. Just an absolute just one liner. Just doesn't let you breathe. Like literally, just like takes your head, dips it under <laughs> laughing water, and you're just you're you're you just can't breathe. You're like stuck. you're just gonna you're gotta you got a half hour to an hour of just n- not being able to breathe. And he's like a hundred years old. Which I hope Andy doesn't hear this because <laughs> he's like, dude, I, how old am I? Like, looking, good I'm luck getting, good luck I'm opening for me episode. again. <laughs> I'm sending in this episode. Well, I'm gonna post it that it's out on Facebook, and uh, uh, we are Facebook friends, so not sure if um, he'll uh, listen or not, but he'll know an episode is out there. It's not gonna be named Andy Huggins is a hundred years old. <laughs> Basically, I'm because totally logging in, I'm totally logging in and changing it. <laughs> it I was about to say, I was just about now. to say, like, well, you can't, like, I have the password. I was like, but oh wait, no, I forgot, you do have the passwords and stuff too. Yeah. Um, you're gonna have to go through all the mess of changing it. <laughs> I <laughs> got to change it now to zero nine eight seven six five four three two one. Man, now everybody. <laughs> um, oh, I also recently got invited to a uh, contest uh, on next Friday, uh, November the twenty second at the Key. I think it's on Main Street uh, in Houston. I think that's over off of fifty nine, uh, but it's called the Key, November twenty second, and it's a contest. Um, so basically, there's a bunch of different rounds. They've already had round one and two. Uh, I'm going to be in round three. And when I got the message that I was in round three of this contest, I like showed it to my buddy, John, John. And I was like, dude, I like read this. And so he read it and he goes, Hey man, congratulations. He goes, oh, man, I wish I, he goes, I hope I get picked. He goes, I think I signed up for that too, but I hope I get picked. I was like, Oh, cool. I was like, but how did I get to round three? I didn't even compete in round one and two. <laughs> Or did I? 
just like, I was like, I don't remember when did it, did, did was I do this? a show? I don't remember. <laughs> so uh, he was just like, no, they've already had round one and two, and I'm like, I know, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I was not a part of them. He goes, and he's just like, I know you weren't a part of them. You're going to be in round three. I was like, I know. I didn't, but how did I get there? And we were just like yelling at each other in this bar. Oh, my goodness. Dude, it was hilarious. Yes. Yes. That is exactly what it was. Oh, my goodness. That is exactly what it was. It was it oh, was so funny. great. I was cracking up laughing. So, the winner of each round gets seventy five dollars. The Ooh. winner of all of the uh, then all the uh, rounds are going to compete later on for I don't know what the prize is going to be. Hopefully, I mean if it's another seventy five dollars, I'll, I'll be there. But hopefully, <laughs> right. it's, hopefully it's more. Hopefully it's a little more. But um. Uh, one of the other uh, contestants that's going to be in that show, her name is Mona Cooper, and she uh-huh. is uh, she was she opened the show that I did down in Lake Jackson at the uh, Wine Review, uh-huh. and she is oh man sorry man ever since I've uh, gotten my second kid I've really gotten the dad burps down. Like the, I was just about and just to like ask talking, that. like talking through them, and I am That's where my mind went. That my like, dad game is dad so strong right now. It is so strong. I get my jokes cannot get off of talking about my kids uh, pooping and peeing and and stuff like that. <laughs> just being excited to watch poop come out of somebody. I never thought that would occur before in my life. Right. <laughs> oh man. So, um, I don't know anything about this. Brock may know something about this. So, Epstein didn't kill himself? <laughs> With an upward inflection on the end of it? Uh, I had heard always from uh, the very beginning that it was very... It was either, it was either very, very suspicious if he did kill himself, it was extremely suspicious. Like, as to why, and I know that's a little bit weird, because it's like, well, he was in jail for what, uh, you know, for what he was in jail for, so yeah, he might, uh, you know, he might want to kill himself for that, I guess, but it <laughs> yeah. was, like, it wasn't that, it was like, he was going to, and I don't know the all the details, but it just didn't seem like that was the right out for the guy necessarily and then now there is i guess hard investigative backing journalism that's saying that he didn't that now they can they can prove, prove or at least that he did reasonable it. at least a reasonable doubt that he didn't yikes um i mean and if you but, don't know well, why, why was he in jail Epstein, if you don't know Epstein just type in Epstein in Google. Actually, no, don't do that because we might have some younger viewers here. Viewers. <laughs> Nobody now, is viewing this. In, if you type in Epstein, you'll see what pops up. It's it's sex trafficking is what it is specifically centered around. But a lot of what he drew attention was his clientele. And the one that caught my attention the most, I think, is what I read is there's 
rumored probably, but they're somewhere to be in the 40s of the number of times that a Clinton or both Clintons or somebody that was part of their entourage or their family visited this island that Mr. Epstein had set up in international waters or wherever to oh do these gosh. to do these things and not just them but there's there's others and it wouldn't surprise me if it was republicans and democrats you right know, uh, yeah i mean this isn't a poli- this is i mean it doesn't seem like Epstein it should was, be a political thing but of course it's going to be well you know him specifically with with who his like i said the clientele you know, it specifically, it seemed like he was catering to the political community is right. what he was catering to. And so obviously it blew up into this huge political deal. And there is, if you followed any sort of conspiracies of any recently of the Clintons, that seems to be the kind of thing is that if you're if you've come out against them or if you have information on them or if you're in any sort of predicament where you could be a problem for them, you somehow seem to be sick or a car accident. Bye-bye. You commit suicide in your jail cell. And so <laughs> it's just it's, – it's all fishy. That's what I can say for absolute certain is it's all a little fishy. <laughs> and so uh, – I got an article up. You want to hear a little bit of it? Uh, I don't know if I really do. If you okay. have you have you read it already, or you, will this be a first time read? It'll be a first time read. Uh, I think I'm good. All right. I I mean, in all honesty, my 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 honest opinion after hearing all this is, yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, kind of had it coming to you. So, exactly. Yeah. I was just well, the Astros are one award away from sweeping the American League awards. Man, is that if, what you wanted to talk about? No, we're going to talk about the other thing too. Okay. But right now, we're going to start with the with. Or do you want to go bad and then good? Doesn't matter. We're already going good. We'll go good because well, bad's we'll gonna last. We're yeah, gonna go good because bad's say, gonna last bad a lot longer. So bad that it yeah. really doesn't matter. Yeah. A- accusations. We'll get there. Um, Jordan Alvarez, American League Rookie, Rookie of the Year. Of the year. Justin Verlander, American League Cy Young winner. And hopefully, by the time you are hearing this, we have already found out. Or I don't know when this is. I don't know when the news when it when it breaks. Be live on MLB Network Thursday at 5 p.m. Central Time. Okay, so later on today, hopefully we find out that Alex Bregman won the American League MVP. Uh, I mean, it's it's a large silver lining, and and it friggin' sucks that it is has to be a silver lining that we. Are gonna possibly sweep the awards there, and uh, yeah, which is an awesome accomplishment. Yes, it really is. But man, not winning the World Series, it really does just depress. That was a bummer. Frick out of me. As soon as I losing it like that, just just one little weird thing. Statistics, because those always pique my interest. Yeah, was the fashion in which they lost it. Not a not a not a home team won a game in that series. Yeah, which was the only time that ever happened. Yeah, 
But I want to, dude, my, dude, I, let's go all the way back to game one. We okay. were literally two feet from winning that game. George Springer, George Springer hits a freaking line drive that hits the fence of the bullpen, of our bullpen. And if it goes two feet to the right, that's a home run, and I think that would have been the walk-off there. Man, it just, it, it, oh, I don't want to be like this. That sucks. The one the one thing that could have gone differently. Yeah, and then I went to game six. Me and Jacob, uh, Jacob, my boy, our boy Jacob Moy, we went, to, we went to game six. We went and stood in the same spot that we stood in 2017 at game five, even though we had nosebleed seats. We chose to go and stand in the Band, same two yeah. spots. And... Um, uh, Brad's P- Brad Peacock's sister. I know I've talked about her before. Katie Peacock. She was at the game, and she was, at, and uh, we had kind of messaged back and forth. So, got to see her before the game. Uh, ran into Yuli's brother again, just like the uh, in 2017. I was just like, man, let's do this. And then, freaking, uh, they 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 score the one run on the top of the first, and we're like, crap. And then Springer comes up and puts one off the front of the Crawford boxes, and then Altuve uh, was Altuve gets out, and then Bregman goes yard, and then Yorda, uh, Yuli uh, friggin' barely misses a home run by like, like it was not. Oh my gosh! If Yuli would have hit that home run, that whole game is differently, and I get to witness in person the Astros lifting a World Series trophy. I'm, there's no doubt in my mind if Yuli hits that home run, we win that whole freaking game. Game's different, yeah. I right. That don't I I don't doubt it, but dang it, they just wouldn't freaking go away. And I swear to God, Paige, my two year old, would not stop singing the damn shark song for the next week. And I was like, Oh my goodness, I am going to kill this child. <laughs> She's like, Daddy, let's sing uh, Shark Doo 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 Doo. I'm like, no, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> don't you don't ever do say that. We don't do that. <laughs> do you want to be a part of this family? <laughs> I will put you in that closet. But, man, even Paige was getting into it. Uh, anytime you just looked at it and you're like, let's go. And she go, Astros. Like, every time. It was, it's great. But uh, now she's starting to do it for the Cowboys, so. Hopefully we can keep going with that, even though keep that was that a going. freaking horrible loss on Sunday. I understand we have Zeke, but why do you run the ball there? The Dak was on fire on that drive. You stay where the money is. You stay where you're hot. Like that was what was hot right then. Go. Like they could not stop him and Cooper and Cobb right then. Like that drive was just. Ugh. Alrighty, let's get to the ugliness that came about today that I literally looked at the information and laughed because I'm like, whether whether it is or it isn't, it already happened. (laughs) The Astros have been accused of cheating in 2017. 
They have been uh, accused of using a camera in the outfield to video uh, the catcher's signs and was, I guess, live streaming to somebody in the dugout, which Mm -hmm. seems, I don't know. But uh, so the video that I saw is against the White Sox. And anytime a changeup was called by the catcher, there was a loud bang bang from the Astros dugout. And you can the first the first time it's like it's a it's it's kind of soft, but the next two after that are like very loud. And mm-hmm. there's fastballs called in between and no bang bang or anything like that. And it's just like okay. Uh, but I have yet to go back and rewatch the video and watch the pitcher. Because, like, I want to see if when the pitcher comes set on his fastball, is he doing something different than when he comes set uh, on his changeup? Yeah, um, if he's tipping his pitches, there's yeah, nothing Yeah, because, I, I mean, I've been a part of baseball into college, and stealing signs is 100% a part of the game. Um, yeah. and Hide your signs better. Yeah, and uh, and now, I mean, when I think about it, I feel like, man, I don't know. I'm just, I think I'm going to be speculating here, but I feel like when the catcher was throwing down his signs, like when he would, when he would give a fastball, it was, it was in tight to his junk. And when he would throw a three, it would be, it was like he dropped it down a little bit. So it was like, so can you almost the catcher might have been yeah like you can like and the only way and and what's i've had a coach be able to tip pitches that way being like the catcher when he calls a fastball his elbow is up closer more to his hip when he holds when he holds a different number it's it's off of his waist you're just like so anytime he was holding it's i mean they spend innings on innings on innings just literally watching the pitcher or watching the catcher or watching one of the if the if the signs are coming from the dugout and the coaches. I mean it's literally all they're doing. And uh Carlos so Mike Fires is the one that kind of came out and was like, Yeah, this is true, blah blah blah. Uh Mike Fires was not on the two thousand seventeen uh roster, World Series roster. So yeah, bitter SOB is what I like to say. Carlos Beltran has since came out and said, uh, yeah, I don't think these are true. So, there you go. Hearsay. Barstool Sports. Do what now? I said, so you think hearsay. I mean, I don't see how you can get away with it. With I agree, and I feel like that's exactly why we're here. Why where we're at the like the banging of the trash can the camera like these are all things that yeah but all they did was just show the normal camera view that you watch a game through no what they're saying is there was a separate camera centered that can be figured out oh okay. if it was streaming there's an ip address well then that's what i then that's what i need a picture of like then it like that's what that's what i think is going on right now that is going to take a while to be investigated like they're going to go look through pictures of yeah what was what was out in center field was it a person because that all they said was a separate camera is what i heard on the radio today they were saying they had a they had a fixed camera now that could be like i said that could be a person yeah just but, like this and, and, yeah i mean it would have to facebook, be facebook live right? 
Yeah. And it streams to the dugout. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a lot of detail, though, that you would need in that picture. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, I mean, it can't just be. I mean, it's not a phone. That's too far away from the outfield Mm -hmm. with just a phone. It would it would need to be a high resolution. Yeah, I mean, I feel like, yeah, that's that's the thing is like the type of camera that you would need for this is got to be it's big. It's not a small camera. So that's what I'm saying, though. There are those all over the stadium. So naked eye person is not going to look twice at a camera being out there. So I think what they're going to be going back through now is probably whose camera is this? Whose camera is this? Every. Yep. Every camera position. Who is that? Who's that person right there? I need to know who that is. I need his credentials. I need to know. I need all of the footage from that camera. And then at that point, that's what I think. It, that's what I'm saying. I think it's going to be a long and details because somebody else brought up the point that was like, okay, well, purely on the fact that they're inkling about this, about the Astros and looking into it, it's going to cause them to look into other teams as well, especially – and in particularly the ones that have former Astros players on it. Mm. And so they're going to start looking around in these organizations and start piling in investigations on it. I don't know that like in my mind, this is something that like I, you know, I hate to go to the completely dark side of it, but like these, some of the people on this team might be able to play for another two years. And then all of a sudden get a notification. that's like, Hey, the Supreme court has ruled on this, you know, or whatever. And, you guys have been found cheating and you're banned from baseball now. Like we, I don't, I don't think it would, I don't think it would fall on the players. I don't think it would get down to that far. It would, it would, it would be, it would be somebody in the either coaching staff or the, uh, cause the the players are just receiving the information from somebody else setting this up. It's not like the players set this up, you know, they're just like, Hey, if if I'm going to get this information, if you're participating in it, you're cheating. Yeah, and and I'm sorry. A trash can, you know, then you already know what's going on. So I like that one's a cop. But maybe, but maybe you don't. Maybe you don't. No, maybe you don't. Maybe you are literally just like, dude. Our bench coach is very good at stealing signs. Like that's literally what you think. I'm not saying it's everybody, but you're not going to tell me that that every single player on that team is. if, If this is found to be true, would be innocent angel on this somebody would have need to been told that's like hey here's what's going on with this and you're right look there is i don't a know i think there is a probability that none of the players knew what was going on I, I yeah find I, I, that I, yeah to be highly unlikely highly man unlikely. i don't know i think if you are going to do this then your best thing is to is to never tell any of the players like if you were actually going to, to do this the, then you don't tell, tell the them least. Don't tell them. Tell the least amount that you absolutely need to. But I'm saying, I don't think. No, I'm saying even if. All the guys on the ball club that we're going to be banging trash cans in the hallway and that this is just that that's part of our new scheme. Like some. No, I think it's more or less like, hey, hey, get like they just put they just make it look like a normal like somebody. the, The coach, the coach got the signs like I remember being in dugouts and just like. The dugout like would like try not to get excited, and the coach is like, "Oh, he's hey hey, coach got the signs. Coach got the signs." Like, oh man, we are about to rope. Like, we are going to hit the crap out of the ball today, and so like that's all they have to do is just like wait an inning or two, and then like, oh hey, coach got the signs. This is what I need y'all to do whenever I whenever I let you know. 
And they're like, okay, cool. He stole the signs. We're going to run with that. And I, I mean, there's, there's, there's very, very much a way that no players absolutely know about this. And also, I don't think it happened. I don't think, I don't think we're using a camera out there. I think there's some bitter people, Mike Fires being one. I don't understand how you're going to have somebody that shaves a freaking cat tail is what it looked like in their friggin' face. And that's, that's who you're going to accept information from. No, he's bitter. He got left off the roster in the world series and he's bitter. I can see that. Hey, thanks for your regular season. No hitter. We don't freaking care. Mike fires. Go away. I can see that. Have fun losing just, in Oakland. I don't, I don't see the, uh, I don't see where he benefits from it. His name gets to get out there. He gets to get talked about. He doesn't go. He doesn't, he doesn't get swept under the rug. He's not. He's 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 a he's a decent pitcher on a on a, still in the roster for Oakland. Like I, to me, there is Bell, like, look, uh, more. There's more validity behind this story than. I like like that's what's upsetting me about it. I see more I see more truth in this story than than I like to admit to myself. Smear campaign. Smear campaign. We're gonna find out. That's what I'm saying. We're in the early stages. MLB has probably just now got everybody I'm, on on the wire that's like, hey, we can need all hands on deck to investigate. Mm. Barstool Sports has put out a shirt for the Astros that says it's basically a, it's a smear campaign. The Astros are innocent. So you can get you a it's a blue navy blue shirt with the orange star that says smear campaign over the top of it. I'm I am very close to buying this shirt. <laughs> oh man. I really hope this is not true. Oh, there's everything in me that hopes it's not true. That you can absolutely like it's absolutely gonna come out to be like, oh no, like almost almost to the point where it's like this is only going to go one way or the other. It's either going to completely ruin this group of Astros or it's gonna ruin the credibility of Mike Fires and the other sources that came out and tried to make this claim. And and like, honestly I hope it just I just hope it I hope Mike Fires never gets to be on a team again because they're like, Hey, he's a liar. Actually, you know what? You know what I actually hope? I hope it is very true, and they cannot prove it. That's what I hope. I hope it is true, and they cannot prove it. <laughs> and we just go on like, uh, um, what did they call the, uh, oh, the Bounty Gate in New Orleans. Isn't that what they called it? Bounty Gate? No. Mm -hmm. Is that what they called it? Mm -hmm. Where they were like, all right, you injure were, somebody, you get a G. Yep. You're like, all right, bet. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. Start biting people's toes. <laughs> it was true, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh heck yeah. yeah. Heck yeah. See, so it's not it's not looking good for us right now. Oh, I mean, they were also <laughs> they did the wiretapping too. Like they had a they had a microphone in. Man, from I can't remember where they had the microphone at, but it like what did the, what did it, the, the receiver was do? in like the GM's office. 
Jeez Louise. Get Maybe. better at cheating. Mm. I I God, I really hope this is this I really do hope this is a smear campaign. So here's what I one last thing. Here's okay, what what's yeah, you go. yeah. If if, if <clears throat> and what I heard was on the if it's true side. If it's true, the most that the MLB can do is fine a team or an organization two million dollars for an offense like this. We That's get, the we, most so no matter what, we're keeping the trophy. That we can do. They said if they really want to come down on them because they can't come down on them monetarily that's when they can could potentially reach in the bag and start pulling bands out because bands? they don't actually like yeah banning people they don't have a way to financially hurt a team beyond just the two million dollar mark for this offense it's in their bylaws that's what i think kirchin said today on levitard was talking about it Gotcha. But he was like, "That's so." What they'll do is they'll go, if they want to bring that was the the quote he used. If they want to bring a hammer down on this, if they find it to be true and they want to set an example, they're not going to be able to do it financially. They're not going to be able to like strip the Astros of being able of of their salary cap for whatever. They can only find them this much. They're going to have to go to something extreme like suspensions and bans mm. and so you're right it will, you so know, i think what you would have what you would have is i think aj i probably okay so all right they would probably find them two million dollars which is oh, absolute max, yeah, chump change and like yeah you, he said you go into the locker you could go into the locker room and get a and you could go into the locker room and get a quarter of that from uh, if you took the money out of probably everybody's wallet. Right. Yeah, uh, that's a, he said a double-A club would pay $2 million for a World Series. Yeah. Um, And then, uh, oh, what else was I going to say? Oh, so, you, I mean, you'll probably, if, if there's bands, like, you're going to have, like, so the coaches would all, like, not be able to be a part of games like 10 games or something like that. It was like, all right, well, so that's, just... yeah, that's on the suspension line. Band line means like, like you're they're They're done. Like mm. out of baseball is what they're talking about. Cause they're talking like nobody wants to do it. Cause I think that it's, it's some sort of like superstition lore. Cause baseball is superstition oriented, but mm -hmm. I've not been a part of baseball my whole life. So I'm going to go for it. They're, I think they're referencing the throwing of the World Series at the White Sox way back in when was that in the 20s? Mm -hmm. Yeah, the teens, the 20s, somewhere yeah. right in there. And we haven't really had a cheating, I don't consider the alleged things Pete Rose did to be cheating. Well, bet. it's not alleged. I mean, he bet he bet on himself, I, okay, he bet on himself to win. Like, I don't Actually, understand how. Like I don't understand how that is wrong. They were like, right, yeah. But see, that's like, I'm literally those, trying those, to do that every day. Why would I not? Massive baseball controversies. Yeah, it would be of the of the. It would two, be like, it would be big. It would still, be even PEDs. I don't really would consider would be on the, on the scale that this would. I be don't on. know. That's a. No, I don't know. I mean, every individual. single person that has a home run record has an asterisk by their name. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Those that's an individual stat. As an individual player stat, that has nothing to do with the team. We're talking true. A, a you're you're right. You're right. An organizational that we haven't seen in almost a hundred years, give yeah. or take. 
I think, and I know this is a different sport, but I do think everybody in uh, probably the leaders of organizations see this and, and like, man, I don't want this to happen. SMU. Like, they the, the how they came on how they came down on them on the uh, uh, the Pony Express years, and I mean it took them till this year to get back like to not I mean they're not back at all like they are nowhere they are still nowhere that they were undefeated are they still undefeated I don't even know doesn't matter I think so I'll look that up real quick Go ahead. so I mean it's taken them this long and like even if they are undefeated they're still not back. Like, if they played Alabama or LSU or Ohio State, they would get romped. Oh, yeah. I, I, I mean, there's no doubt in my mind. Um, And so I just think they don't want that to happen to an organization, which it would be very tough, I think, to happen in the, in the pros because, I mean, it there is, like, money is openly involved. You know, so yes. like you're not having like you're like, OK, well, this is our cap. So we get to right. pay people. To, like, so it's not like college where they're like, oh, crap, we got to figure out a different way to hide how we're paying people. Right. <laughs> uh, But I really do hope it's just a smear campaign. Please. Please. Yeah, me too. I'll tell you this. I think if it if it is anything massively bad Mm -hmm. it's gonna like this might sound like circular but i hope i make like if it's massively bad it's gonna have to be massively bad like the investigation is going to have to come out with mounds and mounds and mounds of dirt that we're all just like yikes because other other than that i don't see anything more than a couple of people like you said, you know, I feel like even if a few of the players were involved or not, I don't think the investigation is going to go that far once no. they get to their cheater. Yeah. And, you know, it's, I don't see it in being any more than, than a handful of people, maybe. You know, what I, I'll tell you what I am worried about is what, what I think, like, what, what happened to um, Paterno, Joe Paterno. Yeah. Whether he knew, you know, there was so many people. Well, I, he did I'm know. not sure. He knew. He did know. Yeah, he knew. Okay. See, I didn't know about that. Yeah. He. I yeah. Didn't know that one closely. Yeah, he knew. But I mean, in that sense, where I mean, in that sense, I feel like in the in the example I'm looking for is like how a I mean a head coach is going to be held responsible for the things that happen under his watch. Yeah. Whether he knew about them entirely or not, and so right. that's one of the things I worry about is this being a black mark on AJ Hinch, and if if he didn't have anything to do with it. You yeah, because you regardless, you got to carry that around. So, uh, oh, one loss, by the way, for um, SMU. One loss. Yeah, man, I had something else I was gonna say on that, and I can't think of it now. Um, I got some uh, weird news, man. You want to get into hey. them? Hey, let's get into some weird news. I got. We're gonna. Uh, this is how we're gonna finish the show. We're gonna finish it with uh, weird news. And then I actually found an extra article. Uh, we, it's uh, the thirty. It's thirty strange sports you've never heard of. So hey, uh, cool. we'll we'll run through those. Uh, all right, Brock. I'll let you choose of these three. 
You can go with Unicorn Puppy, uh, Troubling Turkey, or South African Gin. South African Gin? Yeah. Is that where we're starting? No, like gin, like... Like the like, a, like the drink. Like the building or like the drink? Gin. G-I-N. Yeah, like the building or the drink. There's a gin building? Uh, like a cotton gin. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, I thought you were thinking I'm saying gym. <laughs> like, no, I'm not like the no. gym buildings. <laughs> no, not the gym buildings. Like nobody calls it a gym building, Brock. <laughs> Okay, what was that one again? All right, uh, so the headline for the uh, for South African gin is special South African gin is infused with elephant dung. Okay, let's start there. Okay. Good, good, good poop is always a good place to start. <laughs> actually, so uh, actually, you know what? We're gonna save poop for last. I've changed. I've changed my mind. Uh, hey, what? How does that work? Do you get it? Do you get one one veto? I get one veto per episode. No, that's every episode. All right, you use your veto. I get a veto next episode. Okay. All right. Yeah, and then you. Yeah. So I've used. All right. So that's how we'll do. Yeah. We. You. We. uh, So you have the veto right now. I can no longer use a veto until you use a veto. So you don't have to use it next episode. Yeah. 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 It's like the BS card. All right, so I'm going to go with uh, New Jersey will trap turkeys troubling uh, Jersey Shore neighborhood. Why are there turkeys? It just doesn't. <laughs> in the Jersey, like, what do you Jersey? think of Jersey Shore? What, like, in your mind, when you think of the, if you think of a Jersey Shore turkey, <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, like, my. I don't know. Just one like a turkey what walking around that looks like a uh, Snooky. Like Polly or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. The spike. The cabs there. are here. Hey, t shirt time. T shirt time. <laughs> uh, New Jersey has drumsticked up a plan. To deal with flocks of wild turkeys that are ruffling some feathers in a Jersey Shore neighborhood. And it doesn't involve them winding up on dinner plates in two weeks. The State Department of Environmental Protection will trap scores of turkeys that have descended on a retirement community in Tom's River and relocate them. That... A retirement community that makes this story way better, because like oh, if yeah. these turkeys are starting to chase after these people, like they're not getting away. Like they are not no. agile. No, they see like the turkeys moved like into an area where they could actually catch people. <laughs> they're like, you know what? It's time we got some of this human meat. They've had enough of us. We'll start old <laughs> till we get good, and then we'll just move down the ages and as we as we is. evolve. <laughs> They're like happy Thanksgiving, mother, <laughs> mother, fathers. <laughs> uh, the move has, uh, the move comes as some residents say large flocks of turkeys have invaded the area 
pecking at cars and at some people who venture too close. We know a bird that's done that. Oh, yeah. Peter. Peter the mm-hmm. Peacock. Uh, he, he was uh, he was a good old guy who showed up back in, I think, I want to say about 2000 and it doesn't matter what year, at uh, our buddy Trey Moy's house. And uh, he lived next to the Hullabaloo, south of uh, College Station, and Peter would get in fights with his reflection on cars. And uh, <laughs> those people wanted to sue Trey for, for this. <laughs> yeah, you got to talk to Peter about that. You had to talk to him. I mean, I don't. I don't yeah. know if he's got a lawyer or a bank account, but uh, you, you'll. I, mean, I don't know. Hit him up. Um, it says there's around twenty three thousand wild turkeys in New Jersey. Oh my gosh, Texans! I don't actually good. know if that's a big number or not. I don't know. It just. I and, didn't but even it's know New Jersey. In New Jersey. I mean, twenty three thousand in New Jersey. Yeah. That's. I feel this like dude says. This dude says he sees 20 to 30 were just walking up and down the street on a regular basis. That's crazy. In his neighborhood, in the old folks' neighborhood. They're I'm just... on a different story. They're just flaunting it. Uh, here's a quote. I had a small blow-up pool in my backyard for my grandson. It lasted exactly one day, said Cindy uh-huh. Lejoy, L-I-J-O-I. They pecked holes in it. It's been a nuisance, and it really needs to be addressed. They peck at people's cars, and you just can't get out the door sometimes because they won't move. You're just like, move it. They won't move. You can't get out the door because they won't move? Push them. Grab a shotgun. I know, right? We're eating. I have turkeys for sale. Uh, Vinny Caravello says he routinely sees, yeah, groups of 20 to 30 of them. Uh, they do cause damage if they see the reflection in a car. Yeah. Like you said, uh, somebody said they're harmless. I'll talk to them. They know it's me. I go gobble, gobble. That's what Deborah Richardson said. <laughs> Deborah Richardson eats pot brownies. Uh, Tom's River residents have run afoul of the birds, include former New York Yankees and Mets baseball player Todd Frazier, whose SUV was covered by roosting turkeys recently. He posted a picture on Twitter, and he said he was ready to talk turkey with the New Jersey governor, Phil Murphy, urging him to do something about the birds. Uh, grab a shotgun. Eat. Jeez. They are a big problem. Set up tables. Set up tables. Yeah. In the middle of the street. Yeah. You take like six of them and you but you do it right in the middle of the street so all the rest of them see it. Yeah. And, and then, just and then just bring a bring the biggest smoker you have. And drop not, like twenty of them. Then like you said, you can sell them. Then you just keep going. Mm-hmm. Tom's River and the Tom's River Wildlife say that they can't move them. That's ridiculous. They have come close to harming my family and friends, ruined my cars, and trashed my yard, and much more. That was Todd Frazier who was saying all that. Hmm. The DEP... Get a baseball bat. Right. No joke. 
He issued a statement late Wednesday saying it met with homeowners associations in the area and decided on a plan to stop and trap and net some of the turkeys, which will be relocated in an unspecified location. Like, yeah, we're going to drive around the corner and just let them go again. Like, we don't know. That, that means they're going to take them to a warehouse and they're going to kill yeah, like, all of them and probably just throw them in a furnace. We're going to sell them. Oh, my goodness. This is a long article. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Nope, we're done. <laughs> All right. Unicorn puppy. What's that face? What you what did you keep reading? No, I saw him. Oh, the puppy? Mm-hmm. Is that not the cutest thing in the world? <laughs> I don't re- want to ruin it. Go ahead. A rescue unicorn puppy doesn't notice a tail growth on its head. It literally has a tail, a, a teeny tiny tail, just growing out of its little bitty forehead in between its little bitty eyes. Tell him his name. Tell well, him his name. What's the name? I don't see. I haven't seen my my computer his won't scroll. Is, his name is Narwhal. Oh man. I want this puppy so bad. Ah, he's awesome. A rescued puppy is attracting a lot of attention. Actually, do you have it up? Can you read this one? I have a video. I think I have a different article. It doesn't matter. That's fine. Okay. My computer's kind of acting up right now, so. Yeah, so this one is, uh, where is this from? Uh, I didn't see the city. I already closed the page. I got you, I got you, I got you, I got you. Oh, my goodness. But I showed the picture of that to Linda, and I was like, she goes, what's it like? She was, like, asking me about it. So I, like, read the first two sentences, and she goes, wait, don't you not read these? I was like, oh, yeah, stop. Go away from me. Stop. (laughs) Go away. We're not supposed to read them. All right. Max Mission. So this is in Missouri somewhere. Okay. Um, Is you, Max Mission in Missouri is used to taking in different dogs. Uh, this lady founded it eight years ago. The latest puppy to be brought in has been viral and adorable. Ten-week-old Narwhal has taken social media by storm. Uh, they think it's a dachshund mix. Yeah, it looked small... dachshund mix. Yeah, he's a wiener dog. <laughs> uh, he has a small tail growing out of his head. Oh, my goodness. Specifically, ladies and gentlemen. Right between his eyes. Yes. So it looks like a little unicorn. A limp, was... a limp unicorn. <laughs> yeah, it is limp. It does. Oh my around. goodness, dude! I he... really hope you read further into this, and it's like when he wags his tail, that thing <laughs> wags in the front, and I <laughs> would absolutely <laughs> lose it. I would just, I would just want to get that dog excited all day. It's like. Diddly, 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 diddly. <laughs> Oh, oh man. I hope I so hope whoever gets this dog him. does not take that off. Right. They found him in uh rural Missouri, it says in quotes, with a larger dog. Uh, Surprised they the didn't picture, find this almost... dog in Arkansas. Oh it said he was the cutest thing you've ever seen and he was so happy. So they took him to the animal clinic. How'd they and, know? Uh, <laughs> a... <laughs> Sorry. Continue. A sixteen-year veteran veterinarian. 
Happy hey, oh, Veterinarian's Day just passed. Thanks. Hey, Brock, thank hey, you for your th- service. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, he said he's never seen a puppy like Narwhal. No, nobody uh, has it, this cute friggin'. He says it's most likely a congenital defect. Uh-huh, of course. Yeah, we're going to try to figure out what that means real quick. Congenital? Yeah. Is that what she said? Uh-huh. Oh, present at birth. Okay. Yeah, yeah I was it. like I was like I think it's like I mean with Most their genes like yeah. <laughs> yes. Um Well, then, what do you think somebody placed it there or it grew? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it might have grown. Yeah, I guess so. But like, I mean, but it, there would always be a tell of it like oh, oh. Yeah. Oh. I didn't even do that on purpose. It says a tale of it never That was a good pun, and you just walked all over it. All right. I might have, yeah. Extra toes. Different stuff can happen, but this is not one anybody's really ever seen before. I've never seen it. So it is so stinking cute. Uh, golly. <laughs> says quote. I think this puppy has the opportunity to show people that being unusual is okay. Oh my gosh. This is what we're going to turn it into. Just let the kid, yeah. let the dog, let the puppy be let the even dog more. Be cool. Let let him be even more adorable than a puppy on its own is. You know? Oh man, this is going to make it worse. It said 2 minutes of being with Narwhal and you literally fall in love with him. He's of better course. than most as far as his disposition and his behavior. Of course. As well as the little tail. Of course. It said shoestrings. He loves to chew on your shoestrings. And they and I love that they're like I wonder if he'll ever notice it. I don't think he ever will. If he is born with it, I mean it's like just there. He's like, hey, where's your hey, where's your face tail? Hey, where's your face tail? <laughs> How come you? Hey, he looks weird. He doesn't have a face tail. Yeah, just oh, head tilt, head tilt, head tilt. After the first, like, or actually, oh my gosh, I just watched this the other day, and this is what it made me think of. Uh, Goldmember was on TV. And when Austin Powers goes back in time, his glasses have the little uh, the beads that outline Winter it, and it gets blade. loose, and it's in front of his eye. <laughs> He's just like, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> That's narwhal. He's got, sometimes he's going to like tilt his head some way, and the tail's going to like fall in front of his eye, and he's like, what the? What was that thing? What did that thing? And then where did it go? <laughs> it's here when I'm upside down. It's not here when I stand up. <laughs> I don't know what life is. I don't know. And says after they po- first posted about him, she got seventy applications. Oh, of course. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I was like, yeah, I want to adopt this dog, but I'm pretty sure as as we are saying this, if not well before we have read this, it has already been adopted. Hey, this is why they were doing that little. It's okay to be different, is because they were saying we've done extensive. Uh, x-rays and biopsies and there's absolutely nothing wrong with it he's not unhealthy so they're not gonna remove it they're gonna leave him with his little with his little face tail good so that he can stay unique good 
I mean, Cause that's if they take like it the away and you're like, to... then the, the explanation of why you named him Narwhal would, would be, be weird. Awful. Awful. But it's like, it. your first instinct is like, okay, is there something wrong with this? Like, is he going to be sick? Is yes. it cancer? Is yeah, it a yeah, tumor? Yeah. You know? And so, yeah. but it's cool that they were like, no, it's fine. Like, there's nothing wrong with him. He just has another tail. Cool. Leave him alone. Right. Hey, let's pause. Just the way he is. Let's pause for two minutes. I'm gonna refill my glass of wine. <laughs> 